0: Hey everybody. Happy Tuesday. Today we're talking to Al Patel at Baywood. Al's one of the preeminent hoteliers in our industry. Classic owner-operator on steroids, second generation, who's really grown the business incredibly well. Uh, Al's in it day, every day, day in and day out. So we're going to get his insights on PPP loan, on people, on employees. You can really see the pain and the agony. Um, uh, his thoughts on what the world's going to look like we're going uh, to come out of this. And I think it's a great listen. Thanks for joining. Al, thanks for joining me today. Good afternoon. Uh, You're a good man and a good friend for uh, letting me put you through this. Uh, But thanks for coming. Al Patel from Baywood Hotels. Uh, uh, We're going to have a great conversation. So, Al, tell me, how are you handling the, uh, the, the, the quarantine at the moment? Are you failing or are you doing a decent job?
1: Oh, hey, Teague. Well, thank you for having me on. Uh, I appreciate your time today. Uh, you know, the quarantine, I'm, 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 I don't do very well at home. You know, I've been used to traveling every week for the last 15 years of my life, maybe more than that even. Yeah, probably 15 years where I'm on a plane twice every single week, once to go somewhere and wants to come home. And so to be at home for 30, 40 days in a row and almost going on 50 or whatever it is, it's been, um, it's been tough for me for sure.
0: Yeah, your family, they remember what it's like have you back.
1: Yeah, and I don't think they even, like, it's like, all right, whatever, he's home, he's gone, you know, it's it's fine. So we interact a little bit. What's the phrase uh, I've heard from some of my
0: maybe my parents' friends, but for better or for worse, but not for lunch?
1: That's right. That's exactly right.
0: <laughs> uh, that's okay. So how's, how's the company holding up? You got a ton of hotels. I know it's stressful times.
1: Yeah, stressful say? times, you know. Um, so the company... You know, we've applied for our PPP loans. We were lucky enough to be approved for about 85% of them the first go-around. Um, I think this next go-around, we're getting approval. So I think we'll be pretty close to 100% approvals, if not, if not pretty, pretty close to that, um, somewhere in the high 90s approval rate. So we've been very blessed, fortunate, um, and it goes back to a lot of the relationships that we have with local and regional sure. lenders. And, um, you know, those kinds of things that have really helped us through this process.
0: Yeah. I mean, we always think relationships are important. Echo in this downtown, how important are all your relationships?
1: Yeah. You know, a lot of my a job has always been with lenders. So relationship building with lenders. So whether it's lunches or dinners and stuff for the past, you know, whatever it is, 15 years, yeah. you know, we've, we've kind of cultivated those relationships and, you know, when, when it came time for these deferrals and things like that, um, this go around currently as our portfolio is constituted, we have about 95% of our, of our lenders are local and regional lenders. Thank you. The other 5% is of the, the CMBS ilk, if you will. Thank you. And so, uh, you know, those are the kinds of relationships that it was an easy phone call. So before it was mandated, we were sending out emails and letters, you know, letting them know, hey, this is what we did last week. This is what we're doing this week. Um, This is what our book where we're on the books for next week. And this is the cancellations we have. So we were very upfront with our lenders, giving them all the information really before they even asked for it. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, a lot of lenders were like, you know, they're, you're the first hotel owner that's called me and given me an update. So we really appreciate it because Uh, You know, we're so busy with what we're doing trying to figure out what's going on. You know, we appreciate the update and it really gives them a chance to tell their higher ups what's going on. So when our requests came like a week or so later for for our, you know, uh, payment deferrals and things like that, it was
0: received very well. What did most of them do with you? And did you have to ask or were they proactive?
1: Uh, We asked, uh, but I think if we hadn't asked, they would have been proactive. But like I said, we were proactive on being proactive.
0: Oh, of course you are.
1: um, yeah, and so yeah, we it was a, a pretty easy process. You know, we just have great lenders and great relationships, so we're very blessed in that regard. What's a typical
0: lend? What do they give you? Ninety days, well,
1: anywhere compared? from ninety to one hundred eighty days.
0: And are they adding on the back end? They're adding it on the back end, yes, they're adding. It so on I know the SBA. SBA. I don't know if you have. Do you have any SBA loans? No, we do not. Yeah, I know the SBA is is you know paying six months. Of the loans
1: yeah yeah uh, so that's, that's really loans. good for a lot of the the, the smaller, smaller business guys that really need it. need it
0: yeah they really totally, need totally it. agree with that so tell me about the let's go to the employees both mm-hmm. in the corporate level and at the property level how many employees do you have sort of out there at the property level how many of you what have you done with most of them how many of you furloughed yeah,
1: so you know it's it, it, it was really tough it was really tough day at the office uh, You know, sure these kinds of things were happening it's not you easy know, on you I agree yeah, you know you have all these people that that help build your company and 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 now you're saying, hey, in a week's notice, it, it got bad last week and now this week, you know we're, we're we're going this direction. So it was definitely very hard on our staff and we, we don't take it lightly. We haven't taken it lightly, and we will not take it lightly moving forward. Um, you know, uh, you know the the corporate office were probably I don't know seventy five percent of what we were. Uh, the hotels are probably fifty percent of of what we were. Um, you know, and we're we're going through that process right now as the PPP loans or PPP loans are being approved. We're going through that process of of you know bringing trying to bring people back and um, you know giving them calls and just communicating with them on on what. Are our you
0: anticipating issues bringing people back?
1: You know, it's it's been a mixed bag, T. You know, you know some people are nervous, some people are um, have have various different things. Some people are coming back. And everybody, and I, and I really respect that. You know, it's like we just keep the lines of communication open when they feel comfortable, uh, you know, they're, they're welcome back. And when, you know, so it, it, we're just keeping the lines of communication open and we're really respectful of everyone's personal decisions.
0: Yeah, because it starts as a safety thing.
1: And exactly. It so it's not just, so it's a double thing, right? So it's an economic thing. So, okay, yes, we want to bring you back now. And then now it becomes a, well, they don't feel safe necessarily because now they've been in the, the bosom of their home uh, now for whatever this is, 30 some days now. Yep. And so now they feel somewhat nervous getting out. You know, it's a lot of kids are at home. So you have all these other kinds of issues that, that, that I'm really respectful of.
0: I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, do you dissipate any economic issues of, you know, the $600 week unemployment insurance? Uh, keeping yeah, I think up? that
1: helps people that are nervous uh, get through this period, so if they have some type of, you know, anxiety over, over the safety of their, of, of their health, then, then they have this to fall back on. So, um, you know, that, that's the way we see it.
0: How many of your hotels have you had to close completely?
1: We have not closed any of our hotels, um, you know, uh, Tiga, as you know, we're a select service operator, yep. um, our, 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 cent- our downtown locations are the ones that have been hurt the most, um, you know, we've been manning the front desk, and whether we have five or 10 rooms, at least it keeps the lights on and pays yep. for the, the payroll, the labor that we have on, in place. Um, You know, there is some some complications. So you close, it could take two to three weeks to get the franchisor to open you back up. So you have all these complications that we just didn't want to be a part of number one. Number two, um, you know, we were worried about uh, looting, things like that. And so we would rather keep our own front desk agents um, and managers kind of employed as opposed to paying for security. Yep. And then number three, our insurance really dictates that, you know, as we have operating hotels, that insurance looks different than an under construction hotel or closed hotel. You know, the, those conversations would have been more dicey. And so in the end, it was, it was in our best interest to, to kind of leave the lights on at every single one
0: of our hotels. Have you seen talking about the discrepancies and how the, how the urban downtown hotels have managed versus interstate locations, Versus uh, primary markets, secondary markets, tertiary, as well as up and down the food chain economy. Yeah,
1: so, so, um, CBD is is faring the worst. Uh, yeah. You know, especially you know those are the hotels that were really kind of um, dependent on meetings and conference biz, convention centers, and things like that. And you know March, April, May, and you know those are the the peak convention months in in a lot of markets. And so. Um, those are the hotels that, that we're seeing the, the, the steepest declines in. And then the, the suburban hotels, uh, we're seeing better uh, um, numbers in our extended stay hotels versus yeah. our transient hotels. Um, you know, when we've got some pockets, we're running 75, 80 percent also where, you know, it's just we've got some really good pieces of business. Um, you know different things like maybe senior center wants to um, socially distance and you know you know take out their healthy people and um, you know first responders and things like that so uh, we've been we've been fortunate in some some locations to to, um, to have some some kind of activity if you will yep. and in some some instances it's not um, as far as food chains go the lower the rate it seems to be the better. I'm. I'm extremely worried about dropping our rates too low because, as you know, in every single recession, we all end up fighting each other for the business. We're dropping rates, and then it takes us three, four, five years to catch back up to the previous ADR. So I'm really, really, you know, cognizant of that, and making sure that you know we're we're keeping our rates where they need to be. Um, to get us through this.
0: But be honest, you, you're driving in some cases when you have to. Well,
1: if it's, a bi- if it's a business for, let's say, 60 rooms, you know, or something like that, or 30 rooms or something like that, then then in those cases, uh, you know, we are making those decisions. But, you know, it, it's a different operating model also now, right? So sometimes we're not providing um, cleaning for housekeeping, for stayover rooms, um, for for safety of both individuals, um, you know, we are not. The breakfast looks completely different than it did. So instead of four or five dollars, six dollars per occupied room, if you include labor, you know that that's much less now. So our operating, you know, expenses have changed also through this. So what are you doing? Are you doing
0: no breakfast? Or are you doing a grab so uh, and
1: go kind yeah. of a thing? Yeah, it's so kind of a muffin, a, a fruit, and a, you know the coffee kind of thing. And so we 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 do more bottles of water, things like that.
0: Yeah, pre-packaged stuff, taken. Pre-packaged out. stuff, yes. You think that
1: will continue? Yeah, I think, you know, I think, look, buffet is the way we were having them at select service hotels, at least for the short to midterm. It's going to look drastically different, and it'll probably be pre-packaged items and things like that. Um, you know, we're on, I'm on several owner's boards with Marriott and yeah. uh, Holton, and we're actually just working through those things right now. On, on what to do. Give me
0: some suggestions, or give me some just brainstorm. How do you think a hotel you know,
1: looks? It, so oatmeal could be an individual oatmeal where you just add hot water. So people, yeah. the guest just goes in, opens up the lid, puts their own hot water in. That's the oatmeal. You know, eggs is going to be very difficult to to serve. Um, you know, maybe it's prepackaged muffins or and uh, you know fruit that's very you know bananas are the best, right? Because it's like it's got right. its own wrapper, if you will, natural wrapper. Um, you know, those kinds of things. And, uh, you know, it's going to be really interesting, you know, cereals might be prepackaged, also. Um, you know, you might have some milk cartons that are also prepackaged, as opposed to the, so no more bulk dispensers,
0: sure. yep. you
1: know, things like
0: that. So that, what other changes do you think we'll see at the property level from the brands or otherwise?
1: Yeah. So, you know, regardless, so what we're already doing right now, Teague is we're already testing different types of, um, uh, you know, disinfecting mechanisms yeah. for our guest rooms and our public areas. So we're, we've been testing out this electrostatic sprayer recently. Uh, so we just got a couple in. Um, we're testing them out. Uh, we're getting the word out to our, um, you know, RFPs and things like that, our, our locally negotiated accounts that, hey, when you're ready to come back, this is what we're doing to, to be ready for you and your arrival. Because at the end of the day, we really need the guests to feel confident. Yeah. Staying in our hotel, yeah. we need them to feel confident traveling, and um, it, 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 the onus is on us to, to perhaps give them that confidence. And, um, you know, we're not going to certify anything or anything like that, but we're going to let them know, hey, we're going above and beyond. It's not business as usual as far as cleaning the guest room goes. We're doing these, these additional measures right now to kind of, uh, you know, to, to, to make us all feel confident.
0: Yeah, if they don't feel confident, they're just not going to travel. That's
1: right. Yeah, this is that's this anxiety. Right. Level. So you have this anxiety and we, we want to try to minimize that anxiety as best as we can.
0: How about the check-in process? Think that'll change dramatically?
1: Yeah. So we've, we've kind of put these kind of acrylic kind of clear panels at our front desk to kind of If you're, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I I grew up in the motel business. We work behind bulletproof glass sometimes. And so it kind of feels like that. So it's interesting. And I got it back to the future, if you will. But, um, you know, it's it's, we have these kind of acrylic panels up to feel, you know, to have the front desk feel comfortable. Um, And it makes the guests feel comfortable, too. We've been buying sanitizer wherever we can get our hands on it. you know, and we're shipping it out to the hotels, so, so the front desk feels confident. So we need we need our staff to feel confident, and we need our guests to feel confident. Uh, to about uh, you know about working and staying. And so we're doing all these kinds of things right now. Uh, masks. Uh, we just got a shipment in for sort of some you know different kinds of masks for the front desk. Um, obviously not surgical or anything like that, but it, it it provides some level of comfort and safety.
0: All right. So I know you mentioned. Uh, I know you're second generation in this, as a lot of us are. Are uh, you learning anything with the first generation? Are they providing any help, any advice? Oh, my
1: gosh, yeah. <laughs> my dad wants to go and buy hotels right now. So I got to tell my dad it's bad right now. You know, we're, we're, we're not on acquisitions right now and things like that. So, so yeah, it's, it's a little too early for any distress, and we're certainly not uh, in the business of acquisitions right now until we figure out where our portfolio will land. Talk to me about
0: development. You guys are also big, healthy developers. Uh, 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 What's the one, what's the current status of that? Projects that are under construction, are they still being funded? Are they still continuing construction workers? And then what's the future of new development look like?
1: Yeah. So um, we've got about, I would say about off the top of my head, about a dozen hotels under construction right now in various parts of the country. Um, One has been shut down in California. Um, due to uh, social distancing and things yep. like that. Um, that one's been shut down. We're still discussing with the mayor on, on what we can do to at least start construction again uh, because the, the, you know, the expenses keep piling up. Construction interest doesn't stop, things like that. So we really need to get that hotel back under construction So and everything in between. Uh, pro- projects in the development pipeline, um, you know, we've talked to, if we haven't closed on the land, we're talking to the sellers about, hey, give us some more time. Um, you know, and, and let's see how this all shakes out. So it's, it's been a various mixed bag. And if any, we were... In the, uh-huh.
0: Any guesses as to what happens with uh, uh, construction costs and pricing?
1: Yeah, so, you know, we have one which we were, construction loan is was approved and, and, um, and closed and we hadn't yet started construction yet. And so we're trying to go back to our, our, our general contractor and say, well, because the bank's feeling awfully nervous about it you know, right now. And they don't even know whether they, they, they might want to renege on their commitment, if you will. Right. And so, uh, you know, we're going back to the franchisors and the thing saying, hey, how can you help us out? Um, and the, the 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 GCs were saying, hey, let's go back to the sub, say it's a definite project, but you need to cut by, I don't know, whatever it is that we're going to try to, and, and just try to get some concessions from them. Because as you know, construction costs had gone up. You know, I would say 10 to 15 percent on a compounded basis the last three, four, five years. And a lot of that was labor pricing. Some of it was materials, but a lot of it was labor. And we're trying to see if we can reel that back in right
0: now. Are you going to be concerned about getting labor in the construction field?
1: Uh, I do think the construction guys want to work. You know, they, they you know, everybody needs to support their families, you know, and we'll do the best we can. To, to make them feel safe in their work environment also you know what, you know and, and if, if somebody's sick we, we, we have a conversation with everybody every day we have infrared temperature readers um, at a lot of the job sites too so if you have a fever you go home until your you know fever resides or you get a, a, a
0: test or whatnot so I just think we all have to be a little bit more cognizant of what we're doing these days.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Look, just because these people need to make a living, we're not going to, you know, subjecting them to any any kind of unhealthy or unsafe environment. We're going to do the best we can to mandate and to um, to direct some whatever safety measures we can implement.
0: You think this means you'll slow down your pipeline? I mean, your your development pipeline has been really prolific the last year, as, as have many people. Do you think this slows down that pipeline for you guys and others?
1: You know, look, we can only build you know what you say when you can only make hay when the sun shines right yeah only build when lenders are lending and so uh you know obviously it takes two to tango a lot of times and so we'll we'll see how it goes you know um and and what what safe comfort level the lenders have moving forward uh, it, a lot of this just depends on how quickly we can get to i would say just break even levels in our business how quickly can we get to break even and that a lot of the dust will settle once we figure out what's our break even is it going to be mid-summer is it going to be fall and then you got winter again and you know a lot of this is so if this had happened in the summer you know this happened right in beginning of march right so uh, our season hadn't really even kicked in yet in most of our locations uh, march april may are the busier months of the year for us and so now you've had this low cash flow kind of period that we came out of, or sometimes even negative cash flow. And then you went into what was supposed to be positive cash flow. And then, you know, now you're, 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 you have this kind of crisis. So it's a re- it was a really tough time. And so I think it's going to take some time for us all to kind of pull out of this and kind of get to, get to a stabilized level. Stabilized when, meaning break even.
0: When do you think it kicks in to the – not just which hotels, how am I operating my hotels and which hotels are open or closed? When does it switch to which hotels can I keep and which hotels do I have to hand back?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. And, and I don't think we're there yet with that. You know, again, I, I think, you know, right now the hotels that are doing okay for us are surprising us because they weren't the the most, let's say there was additional supplies in the market and things like that. but. Right. A lot of times what happens is, you know, a lot of our sales effort continues and a lot of people had to let their sales go. So there's been a lot of different things. So we, we've been playing defense up to now. And I think this is the time now we're going to start to play offense now.
0: you think it's still now or do you think, cause, you know, you're getting a 90-day, you and many people are getting a 90-day-ish furlough mm-hmm. from your lender. So there's no real pain for at least 90 days. That's right. Uh, and then we still got to see even the PPP, okay, last two months. That's right what happens when we're still in this in six months, nine months, 12 months, that's when the pain got to go out
1: and hustle and generate revenue, you know, and that's the
0: offense that I speak of. You know, it's,
1: we got, we got to go out there. There's business. There's going to be business to be had. We just have to
0: go and find it. So let me, maybe I should pick on dad. If dad were to go buy stuff today, a could he get a loan? Probably not. But what would he buy? Would he buy the, the brand new shiny, uh, just finished CBD, hotel or would he go old school and go back to the economy world?
1: I, I think, I think it would be a mixture of, you know, I, I think that if, if there's a, a brand new shiny hotel that we can buy below replacement, you know, at like X percent below replacement, I think that there, he might have interest. Um, but again, are the lenders going to be even there? So, you know, uh, you know, we've never really been the kind of, 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 of ac- acquirer or developer to go after these various kind of, you know, bridge loans and things like that. Um, we've kind of relied on our relationships in the past, yep. and maybe that's something that we'll have to explore if the deal is good enough.
0: I, I can tell you just psychology and tell me this is what you're seeing, but from what we're seeing, the, the there's not a lot of transactions happening right now at all, right? Nine out of ten deals that we had under uh, either under contract or in process are all sort of dead. Yeah. Uh, Uh, still some conversations over hard on earnest money deals that I think knock on wood are going to happen. I think they're going to, we got your money. We'll give you the time. Hopefully the world comes back and they can get those done. Um, but we're not seeing huge discounts yet because the pain's not really there, right? right. Sellers will give you a 10% discount. Uh, buyers sort of want 50%. Okay. Okay. 30% seems to be a number, but we're not there yet. Only when there's some real pain, which has only been few and far between, have there been those 30% discount transactions.
1: Yeah. yeah, Look, a lot of people, most of the people in our industry are well capitalized and and can withstand this initial shock. And it it remains to be seen. Um, You know, you have a few people out there that, you know, maybe it was a first or second project. And they were already stretched and they had just opened or something like that. And then hopefully they'll be able to make it through with some of the stimulus also. So believe me, we don't wish any kind of distress onto anybody. Um, and, and really, that, that's the maybe top, you know, it's number nine or 10 on our priorities yes. right now, you know, after a bunch of other things.
0: After a bunch of other yeah. things. Yeah, I agree. Um, like, what do you, think the, do you think we go from here? What do you think the future looks like? What does the fall look like?
1: Yeah, you know, we're seeing a lot of bookings that were from early late spring, kind of early summer, pushed to fall right now. Yes. So whether it be wedding groups and things like that. And so we, we, we shall see, you know, hopefully, you know, well, what we really need is a vaccine. If that's 12 to 18 months down the road, what we really need is a therapeutic in the meantime. So those are the kinds of things that, you know, the, so the pharmaceutical industry really kind of is going to affect our industry in this point in time and really the whole economy. And so we we have to kind of just, it's a wait and see approach. You know, we're we're hopeful that through the summer, I think people will be so fed up with being at home and, and want to get out of the house, um, you know, that maybe perhaps we'll see some drive in, drive up travel, things like that uh, into various markets. And, you know, hopefully we can you know, we're just hopeful that we can get to break even occupancy levels through the summer and see a little bit of uptick in the fall.
0: Yeah, we're all kind of hoping for that, aren't we? Yeah. That's, all right. All right. I love it. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're a good friend. You, you, is the family staying safe? Are you staying safe?
1: Yeah, everybody's staying safe. You know, it's hard to keep my teenage girls in the house. But, you know, they've been really respected the quarantine and everything. They've done a, they've done a great job.
0: Uh, are they still in school? Are they doing online learning. What yeah, they
1: online, online learning. Yeah, whether it be Zoom or with various things like that. So um, yeah, everybody's doing great, and everybody's kind of adjusting to the new normal. Kind of some days are, are, are frustrating for them. They want their old life back, and um, you know some days they, most days they roll with the punches.
0: Uh, the human spirit. That's we can. Yeah, right. right. That's right. Yeah, I love spirit, it. Sure. All right, Al, thanks. you the man. Uh, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you. Can't wait to get back together sometime soon.
1: Sure. Thank you, Teague. appreciate it. Thanks, Al. Take care. Bye-bye.